Jim Comperoni, SmartMag.com. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about Michigan, Michigan State hoops tomorrow. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill. Great to be on your show. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm just kind of uh, having fun with the NCAA and this rampant cheating going on with, you know, the abuse of name, image, and likeness with no rules. And uh, I just, they're, they're clowns. They, they are just, they, you know, you look at Auburn. Auburn's two coaches are Hugh Freeze and Bruce Pearl, both who have been banned from coaching because of cheating at one time. Banned, like Trestle. Mm-hmm. And in basketball, that FBI deal they had uh, oh. with the with the Bowen case, you know, I mean, Bruce Weber, the former coach at Kansas State, went on a haircut strike. If you remember last March, he was not going to get his haircut just to bring awareness to Kansas getting away with everything that they got away with. I, I don't know. Apparently, they've got new rules they're trying to stick to in some categories, but it's confusing. Yeah, and the timing, you know, wait till your championship game is over. You could have waited a week or two. Uh, you know, you, you really could have, but whatever. They're the NCAA. They please themselves, and they're just clowns. All right, let's get to the game uh, tomorrow. Uh, Izzo seems really comfortable. I uh, thought, you know, a complete game, uh, even though it was Nebraska, uh, I think being healthy makes him happy. Would you agree? Yeah, they've made progress toward becoming healthy. You know, Malik Hall still is not 100%, and – until he gets to the point where he's playing up to his standards for 28 minutes a game, they won't be full blast, but they're making progress in that area. You know, they were rested against Oakland, and they were rested against Buffalo, but they were a little rusty because they had not played many games. Well, between the Buffalo game and the Nebraska game, they got back into a routine where they were relatively healthy, rested, and they were playing a second game in five days. So back on a regular routine in a lot of areas of the game, a lot of areas of the team. They were a lot more sharp for that game. So that that those are good signs as Michigan State tries to get into midseason form, and I think they might be closing in on that, and we're going to learn more on Saturday. How do you feel about this matchup with Michigan? Because, you know, a week ago, Michigan is getting uh, a little bit more in a week. Eight days ago, they're getting embarrassed at home by CMU, and then they put together two really strong conference games against Penn State, and before that, they just obliterated Maryland, who I think came into the game at 10-3. and three. They, they seem to play up and down to their competition. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of road warrior in them because those last two games were at home, and the loss to CMU was at home. So your thoughts on the matchup with Michigan State and Michigan tomorrow? I agree. They've been, Michigan's been able to rise up against certain opponents and play well. You know, they played well against Kentucky, North Carolina, Virginia. If you've got their attention, they have played, you know, some strong basketball. Uh, there's no question about it. They played really well against Maryland. And also, you know, Penn State's a, good, it's a pretty good team. So I, I think it's a dangerous opponent. I, I think that uh, um, Michigan State needs Maddie Sissoko to stay out of foul trouble, the center. He's going to be, you know, clashing with Dickinson, and Michigan's going to be wise to go to Dickinson and try to draw fouls on Sissoko because there's a big drop-off from Sissoko to the rest of Michigan State's defenders in the low post. So if Sissoko can stay out of foul trouble, run the court, play 30 minutes, I think Michigan State could be in line to have a, have a pretty good game. He gets in foul trouble, and uh, 
calculations change pretty quickly. That's a key in this game. His name is Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, now part of the On3.com team, joining us on the Meyer guest line, talking about Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow. What's your prediction on the game? I can go with Michigan State by six or seven, something like that. I mean, that could, you know, Michigan State could have a good day and do things in transition, get open shots, get hot, feel the energy of the home crowd and win by double digits and have a very impressive day. But they need areas to come along like we haven't seen yet. Malik Hall has to be healthy and play. I think he's an interesting X-factor playing defense against Jet Howard. He's one guy that's got some size, lateral movement to be able to do that. But how many minutes can he play? If Sissoko gets in foul trouble and Dickinson starts having a strong game, then the whole thing could flip. I think most likely Michigan State by six or seven, but this thing could go any, any, in any direction. It's going to be really intriguing. Yeah, I, th- I said, I think I did huge predictions uh, this morning. Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I said like 77, 73 Michigan. Yeah. I think there'll be a good pace uh, to the game. Michigan seems to play better when they have a good pace. I wonder if it is, oh, we'll go the other way and try and slow it down. But I don't know if you want to slow it down, play a half court game with Dickinson in the middle. He'll be good. Can't wait. You know, we've been so locked in on football that now we get Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow. I think Michigan State's transition game has the potential to have a good day. Michigan State's been working on the transition game, the fast break. You've seen it here and there a little bit. It's really something Michigan State's not done well for a couple of seasons. This season, at some point, they're going to be pretty good at it. Are they there yet? I think there's a chance Michigan State's transition game could have a good day. I think Michigan's transition defense is a little bit questionable. I think Michigan State will try to get something going there. Meanwhile, you know, both teams do a real good job with baseline inbound plays. You know, Dickinson is a real good screener on baseline inbound plays. I think both teams can manufacture open shots from baseline plays. Who's making the shots? It's a make-or-miss game, and we're going to see more of that on Saturday. Comp will talk Monday. We'll look back at the game. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider. Check it in on the Meyer Guest Line.